this is Shirley Smith with Bridge the Gap. Today we will talk about how to reinvent yourself with balance. It is very necessary for us to have a balanced life. We like to talk about here on Bridge the Gap about how to bridge gaps in our own selves with our body, mind, spirit, and soul. And so today we will give you 60 points that Dr. Wendy Woods speak about in her book, Good Habits and Bad Habits. And then we will also take a look at ourselves and say at the very end of this broadcast, uh, let's go over Psalm 52 that talks about deceit. So we want to take a look at ourselves and see, are we deceiving ourselves? Okay, I have a thought. You will learn something today and you will learn to balance your life. This is Shirley Smith with Bridge the Gap. Now, we're going to go over 60 things here, uh, and this is about health and improving your life. At Bridge the Gap, we like to talk about ways to improve our mind, body, spirit, and soul. And the reason we talk about that is because if you notice in our news, uh, because I do get news bulletins on my iPhone um, daily, uh, and there are things like shootings and killings, this is not just... Um, from country to country, but it's also domestic violence within homes and uh, people just randomly uh, hurting someone else. And typically we've found out that when people are angry and upset and all of that, uh, it's, it's, it's something that uh, comes out in their personality. And uh, unfortunately, most times these people do not like themselves. And so there needs to be a way to concentrate on how can we improve our life so that we will not mess up someone else's life. And, and, and that's what I find is happening. People who are unhappy with their life seems to make it a practice of messing up other people's lives. And so what we suggest is that if we concentrate on our mind, body, spirit, and soul, we can then be available to be helpful to others and not harmful to others. Not sitting back and thinking of ways to, to take from others, to steal, to hurt others, uh, to harm others. So uh, what we're gonna do is look at something that I actually read in the AARP bulletin. <laughs> and I thought it was so good that I wanted to share it with you. It talks about the opportunity that we have had during this time of COVID and, and being uh, closed in, say, within our homes, within our yards, uh, within our personal spaces. And while we're in our personal spaces, we have had a lot of opportunity to actually reinvent ourselves if we really want to. Uh, so there are things that I've started doing that I was not doing at first. This podcast is one of them. And something that my sons have been encouraging me to do for a long time. Uh, people call me uh, for advice and thoughts, and, and then I've taught many uh, groups and uh, and still working with groups now with uh, spiritual formation, vocation formation. And so I just thought, okay, let's go ahead and do that. Let's start a podcast and let's look at how can we improve ourselves, our mind, body, spirit, and soul. So anyway, just giving you a little background there. There are many episodes that you can go back and listen to as to why I started this. I also offer up experiences that I've had traveling to over 30 countries and uh, doing business in over 38 states in the United States uh, and living in various parts of the United States. So anywhere from the southeast to uh, the south to uh, the southwest to the west. Uh, and so, and um, uh, so from living among different ones and different cultures, uh, so this is why I do what I do, because I'm hoping it will help someone else to think of ideas of things that they can do to improve their life as well. Okay, so there are 60 things here that are mentioned, and a psychologist by the name of Wendy Wood, she's a professor at the University of Southern California, has written a book called Good Habits and Bad Habits. And in her book, she lists 60 ideas or things that we can do to change patterns in our life. So as we, as we move and breathe and live, there are rhythms established in our life that we may not be aware of. For example, every morning when I get up, I actually have 
a cup of tea. And in that tea, I typically put ginger root and mint leaves. Uh, and then I will add almond milk. And that's regardless of the type of tea that I have, unless it's green tea. If it's green tea, I typically will drink green tea uh, without the almond milk, but with the ginger and the mint leaves. I grow mint in my backyard on purpose because it is something that's good for you. Uh, the other thing that I will do is typically uh, look through the scriptures, read some of my scriptures and to kind of help me get going. And then I actually look at things like the stock market <laughs> because I do invest there. And so uh, I look at what how things are going there. And then I will work on other things that I have to do, which because I do have a rhythm of uh, study and reading that I do as well because I also facilitate a uh, book club, uh, which is a race and reconciliation book club. And we have some outstanding books that we have read and learned so much in. And in addition to that, I participate with many small groups on purpose to learn more about what's happening globally and what it, how it affects governments, our government and other governments. And then I also listen to what's happening uh, in what we call world affairs from state to state within the United States. So anyway, I think that we should always continue learning regardless of uh, what we do. We should continue learning. So what you all want to do right now is grab a pencil and paper I think you will want to jot down some of the things that Wendy Wood has come up with in Good Habits and Bad Habits. And uh, these ideas, I think, are fantastic. I will also let you know where some of these ideas are very similar to other um, uh, education that I've had on basically taking care of mind, body, spirit, and soul. So um, I have also spent some time at, uh, in a course with Yale University online, uh, and that's just basically called the science of well-being, which again, a psychologist was teaching that as well. And uh, I think there are several ideas that, um, that is talked about in this list of 60 that I think uh, are very similar or the same. And so that's just how important this information is, in addition to getting advice uh, from other readings, other things that we even share with students at um, Fuller Theological Seminary, uh, where I help with vocation formation and spiritual formation. So let us see. Let's go to this. So get your paper, your pen. Now, the very first thing that uh, Wendy is suggesting is that you commit to exercising daily. And one of the good things, and Yale agrees with this, uh, that you will pick a friend maybe that you can go walking with or you can just set up time to do exercising. Uh, I know of a young woman in uh, Atlanta who she actually has started a group where they get on Zoom and they exercise uh, on Zoom uh, and that's their way of you know, uh, doing things together and keeping everyone held accountable for doing their exercise, daily exercise. Number two, she talks about eating um, a salad daily. So make sure you have your greens. Number three uh, is a super berry dessert is what she calls it. So basically she's suggesting that you try blueberries and blackberries and it's a good thing to have those as often as possible, about one cup of those. And what those are good for is cardiovascular uh, issues that you may have or may not have. You may not have them if you're trying these every day. Number four says develop a green tea habit, which that's one of the teas that I have uh, periodically is I have a green tea. I used to have three cups of green tea every day, but I've now gone to trying jasmine, um, chai, other types of teas, but uh, green tea is something I still do as well. Number five, she says, join a book club. I totally agree with that. That's why I started the uh, Race and Reconciliation Book Club. It's an opportunity to have all races of people together who are interested in bettering relationships in and among nations and people. Uh, and so she, she also, and just to let you know, there's a book called Strength Finder as well. This is one that we recommend to our students at Fuller Theological Seminary. 
Uh, with Strength Finder, it helps you in many ways. But another thing that it suggests is that depending upon your personality type, you may want to either start a book club or at least join one. Okay, number six. Uh, once a week, uh, she says, try things like uh, lifelong learning. So try, find ways of activating your mind. Uh, improving your thoughts. I do things like small groups with great decisions, if you've heard of that. Uh, it's something that exists in all over the United States, really. Uh, in most cities, large cities have groups that meet, and they go over global uh, issues and things. And then I also participate on World Affair Councils, uh, and one out of Atlanta, because with Zoom, you can be anywhere all the time. <laughs> so one in Atlanta, also in Los Angeles, just to make sure that I hear the various guests that they bring into these programs to talk about uh, global affairs. A lot of them are global affairs, but also uh, local affairs as well. And then let's see, uh, number seven, make your bed every morning. That is something that I've done for years. I just believe that this is a way you start your day. You get up, you make your bed up. That's a sign that you're getting up and you're moving on to other things. You're not planning on lying there forever, but you're getting up and you're starting your day. Now, okay, number eight is change your bed sheets every day. Now she suggests Sunday, and I think the, the point here is pick a day so that when that day comes, you will always remember change your bed sheets at least once a week. And then she talks about making sure that your pillows you replace every two years. Now, I actually use covers on my pillows. <laughs> so there are covers and then um, meaning protectors, I should call it that. I use protectors on my pillows. I also use protectors on my mattresses. And she suggested changing your mattress every 10 years. So that's just to uh, give you a fresh, I think, every week and day based upon how you do grooming of your bed laying and, and taking care of your, your personal space. Number nine, it says, um, take your lump clock and face it toward the wall instead of you looking at it. So uh, that in itself, the artificial light, she thinks, from the alarm clock and your iPhone or whatever type of phone. If you keep your phone in your bedroom, I happen not to do that. But anyway, I, don't, I purposely keep my, I, my phones in my office. I don't keep them in my bedroom. Now, uh, for you ladies who live alone, uh, if you are living alone, you may want to reconsider that. Uh, but if you do keep your phone near your bed or on your nightstand, just turn it face down. That way, if someone uh, attempts to call you or alert you, the light will not be that bright because it's face down. Uh, so anyway, it's just one way to get extra uh, sleep. Number 10, uh, she suggests that you uh, turn a fan on because of the noise that it will give you. It's called white noise and it will help you uh, fall asleep a little bit faster and maybe stay asleep a little bit longer. Number 11, she suggests that you try chamomile tea at bedtime. Now, I have actually drank that type of tea at bedtime as well. According to this, uh, you can fall asleep about 16 minutes faster if you have the chamomile tea. Uh, I typically, my personal, personal uh, uh, habits is I don't drink tea that late at night, but uh, she's suggesting that you try that. I have done that maybe once or twice. And whether or not I fell asleep faster, maybe so, I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe I fell asleep, that's why I don't know. Number 12, uh, she suggests that you brush and floss your teeth because that's very important. Uh, as you're uh, caring for your gums and your teeth, something that my dentist is always stressing, did you, have you been flossing and brushing daily? And how, especially that flossing because it really removes all that uh, called soft plaque between the teeth which causes decay and which can cause gum disease which unfortunately can actually affect your heart or damage your heart if your gums are inflamed or uh, carry some type of disease. Number 13, uh, 10 minutes resistance training uh, every morning. Uh, in other words, do something to uh, help build muscles um, in your body. 
So walking is good, but then there's something you need to do with your arms and your legs, your body, um, and all parts of yourself. Uh, this is another thing that uh, is suggested by the uh, Yale School there when we're talking about the science of well-being. That's something that they're suggesting as well. And then number 14, she suggests eating avocado. So you can replace butter uh, with avocado, or you can also put avocado in smoothies. Now, I have actually tried that, and it's very good. But Plus, I like avocado, so I can just uh, put avocado on crackers or just eat it plain, put it in salads and eat it. Number 15, uh, walk off your cravings. So for those people who crave either smoking or something I've never done, but if you crave smoking or if you crave sweets, which I do like sweets and chocolate, um, when you're craving that, take a walk and that will get your mind off of eating those things that you should not be eating. Number 16, she said, put a banana on it. So she's suggesting that you try things like uh, eating bananas, uh, sweet potatoes, tomatoes, and oranges are all helpful with lowering uh, blood pressure. Number 17, organize yourself uh, every day. I remember having an aunt um, that kept the most clean house. Most of my aunts actually and my mother kept really clean homes. So all of her siblings had these really spotless homes. And one of the things that my aunt used to say that we used to, you could walk with black socks on her floors and you would not see lint or dust on the bottom of your feet. Uh, but one of the things she's suggesting here, Wendy is suggesting, is that you organize something every day. And that's what my aunt suggested. If you do a little bit of cleaning or organizing or preparing your house, Every day, it doesn't take a lot to have a spotless home. So one of the things she's suggesting is that maybe one day, uh, going back to Wendy Wood's suggestion, she's suggesting that you maybe straighten or organize a drawer first, and then maybe the next day, you may organize your bookshelf. Or the next day, you see, you just pick something every day that you do, because the more organized you are, believe it or not, it's better to think mentally. Number 18, uh, it's, she suggests um, take a break. Uh, and that break could be as little as closing your eyes for a few minutes. And regardless of who may approach you, you do not open your eyes. So take a few minutes to close your eyes or even take a few minutes maybe to take a walk. Okay, how are we doing? Uh, is our paper filling up with great suggestions as ways to change our good habits into better habits and bad habits into good habits. Okay, number 19. Uh, have a go-to ritual, she suggests, and that a friend, when you're going through maybe high anxiety, you either call a friend, have a cup of tea, maybe play a song on your piano, if you play piano or guitar, whatever it is that you play, and then also what I do is I listen to music. Sometimes I call a friend, uh, but most definitely I, I love worship music. So I listen to worship music and that seems to go real well. As a matter of fact, uh, another thing that I will do is uh, start to cook a meal. Uh, cooking is not something that I love to do, but uh, if I'm having a little bit of anxiety, I may actually cook something that I haven't cooked before, like muffins, or cook um, maybe a dish with uh, extra herbs and spices that I got out of my garden. Uh, just uh, something that, uh, so you need to have a go-to ritual, something that you do when you have anxiety, okay? Number 20, enjoy a daily play snack. <laughs> Now, this is something that she's reminding you of. When you were a child, was there a favorite thing you liked to do? Maybe you played a board game or a Rubik's Cube or you did something, played golf. I mean, uh, some people, I know my sons, one of my sons uh, go to the golf range a lot uh, with his friends. That's kind of their day out <laughs> is they go to the golf range and play uh, some golf. Uh, and then number 21, 
bribe yourself into eating vegetables. Vegetables is really good for you. So uh, if you don't like vegetables, I do know only a few people who don't like vegetables. Most people I know do like vegetables. But if you don't care for vegetables, then maybe you need to pick out a salad dressing that will be that you like and that you can dip the vegetables into or put in a salad. Uh, and then another way that you can do salads, and this is one of the things that I love, I love nuts and I love cranberries. I love blueberries. I lo love strawberries. So in some of my salads, even though they're vegetable salads, I will add um, cranberries or especially the dried cranberries. I add blueberries. I will add grapes. Uh, and then I love nuts, so I'll add walnuts or pecans. Uh, so there's a number of things you can do to salads that makes them taste really good. Uh, sometimes I'll add mandarin oranges, slices, uh, to my salads, which gives it a citrus as well as a little bit of a sweet taste. Number 22, uh, she said, store fruit at the front of your refrigerator and I've done that quite well, unfortunately, or fortunately. But I have fruit, I think, on every shelf in my refrigerator because I do love fruit, so that's not a problem for me. Number 23, it says portion out nuts. So she suggested that you have um, nuts available so that you can kind of snack on those. And she's found out that uh, this is very helpful uh, for people uh, who to snack on the nuts rather than snacking on maybe, say, uh, a salty uh, thing like potato chips or Fritos or something like that, which is not good for your blood pressure or your body. Number 24, it says decorate healthfully. <laughs> and so, in other words, she said hide from yourself uh, things that are not healthy but make more available to yourself. Uh, things uh, that you put fruit or nuts or something like that in. So I do have a fruit bowl and a nut bowl that I keep walnuts in and I keep uh, bananas, oranges, mandarin oranges in that, as well as keeping some in my refrigerator as well. Number 25, she said snack before you go grocery shopping. And that makes sense. I think everyone understands why you want to do that. Number 26, drink your fiber as she calls it. So Make sure that you add to your um, diet banana, orange, and spinach. And then she said also throw a few walnuts over into that um, and omega-3 fatty acids, okay? Because that's helpful for that. Number 27, uh, commute. So for those of you who have been working from home, that's, that's not your usual place. You're more accustomed to driving to an office so that drive may be coming back for you and it may not because I'm hearing that some companies are going to continue to let their people work from home because they found out that they can be very productive working from home. So if you're not having to commute, that means that you're not having to move as much uh, because you're possibly sitting at your desk at home and you're sitting there most of the day. So she suggested that every so often you may get up and take a walk or you may get up and ride your bike, you know, around your block or around your community, whatever it is that you have, uh, your property, uh, and it gives you a break away from your desk and it also gives you exercise. Number 28, uh, stretch your timer. So what that really means is uh, stand up and stretch. So if you're used to sitting most of the day because of whatever your job may be and it's working at a desk and on your computer at a phone, just every so often stand up, let the blood flow. Uh, when your telephone rings, it's a good idea to just stand. Just stand up and talk while walking around on the phone. So I've started doing that, especially when I talk with relatives or friends who have a lot to share, uh, I will get my phone, put my earplugs in, and go walking while I'm talking to them, okay? Number 29, take your phone calls standing up. We've already talked about that a little bit, uh, but number 28 is just practicing standing up 
at your desk every so often. You can time yourself by putting a timer on your phone. So every time that timer goes off, just stand up, exercise a little bit, sit back down. So 29 then is on your phone, when you're on your phone specifically, uh, and you have a mobile phone, (laughs) take it with you on a quick walk as you're having that conversation. Uh, Even if you're doing conference calls, if you don't have need to, you know, to actually see what the conference call is about, you you can walk. Number 30, uh, turn off your phone notifications. And so there's a time when you need to just not be interrupted. Take that time because that is something to be taken seriously that you need moments of non-interruption. Number three uh, talks about there's an average of uh, for Americans to check their cell phones 96 times a day. That is a lot. And so number 31 says that establish a no phone zone. So in your bedroom, perhaps no phones. At dinner, perhaps no phones. If you're having lunch or with a friend, no phones. Uh, one thing that bothers me, and I'm sure it bothers others as well, as if you have scheduled a time for lunch or breakfast or brunch with a friend and that friend receives a phone call or is looking at their phone constantly while you're at lunch or breakfast, uh, to me that's rude. And so you have to consider uh, you have set up a time to meet with someone person to person and have a conversation and enjoy what you see within that person. There's a reason why you're sitting there having lunch (laughs) or having brunch. Uh, There's a reason. There's a relationship there. So don't interrupt that relationship by checking your phone all through the lunch or time period or allowing it to ring and talk with someone else while you're in the presence of another. Okay? Number 32, Uh, she says, um, when you wake up, don't reach for your phone. So most of these are about in from 30, 31, 32. They're about your cell phone because we're a bit out of control with that. Um, The thing that she suggests for 32 is that she said, don't reach for your phone when you automatically get up. Instead, why don't you do something like sketching or journaling? or read a chapter in a book. Uh, I try to steal time to read a chapter in a book because I'm actually in two book clubs. One is my Race and Reconciliation book club, which we uh, read some books that that claim your attention. In other words, you can't just sit down and just sort of glance through them. There's so much information by researchers and scholars and different ones who have written these books that you really have to sit and digest each chapter. And so what I will do in between other things that I do is try to sit and go at least read one chapter. And that way I can get through that. And then I have a second book club that is more focused on fiction type books, whereas my recent reconciliation book club is more focused on nonfiction. And so with the fiction books, I can kind of glance through and read quickly uh, because I look at these books as not, I mean, they're more than entertainment. Some of them are edutainment, I think, Uh, can be educational, but many of them are to entertain and sort of take you away to another place and space so that you can relax more during your day. So that's how I see the nonfiction books. And I could be wrong, and I'm sure people will argue with me about that, but I happen to favor uh, nonfiction over fiction. Okay, number 33. It says, screen-free one day or week. Go screen-free. So all that means is one day out of an entire week, so one day out of seven days, you will actually not use your computer or your phone. And that day could be what I call your Sabbath, the day that you have an opportunity to concentrate on maybe reading scriptures or praying, walking as you're talking with God, having some time, you know, with God in his presence and maybe thinking more about 
positive things or resting and taking a nap if you have the ability to do that because some people never relax their schedule but it's always good to have a Sabbath day of the week. Number 34. Uh, She calls it do the dishwasher boogie. So all she's suggesting is that if you have a significant other, then take a time to, instead of using your dishwasher, wash dishes together. And that's one way of spending time and bonding time with each other. Number 35, make eye contact over dinner. Uh, So it's interesting that um, she says, sometimes gaze into the eyes of others. Number 35, which is make eye contact with the person, she says, for 60 seconds. For instance, if you're having dinner or having a meeting, uh, just stare across the way at the person. Look them dead in the eyes. Uh, I think that helps that person become very real to you, become very special to you. I think they sense that you are actually paying attention to what they have to say. And that makes a big difference. Number 36 says, give Friday night thanks. Well, I believe you should give thanks every day. But uh, one of the things she mentioned is that being grateful every Friday night over dinner, or meaning that when you're having dinner with someone, or let's just say if you're by yourself, you can actually sit down and write things down that you're grateful for, maybe five things or so. When my mother was living, she was beginning to experience... um, you know, uncomfortableness physically. Uh, She was older, so my mother lived to be 96 years old. But when there was discomfort or whatever, instead of talking about all the discomfort, what I ended up doing was putting on the refrigerator a list where we could write down every day three things that we were grateful for. And so I just took two lists, uh, two pieces of paper, one for her, one for me. And just to remind her to do that, I would just write down three things I'm, you know, grateful for. Then the next day, three more things, next day, next day. And so she started to write down some things that she was grateful for. Uh, And so if you're not accustomed to showing gratitude, I like to show gratitude to God by just speaking out loud, thank you for these things that I'm so grateful for. Um, And so if you're not accustomed to that, then writing it down, will help you to become accustomed, and that's very important. Number 37, keep your list of loved ones close. So this is where she suggests putting pictures of your loved ones on your desk or maybe on your refrigerator or wherever you can see them and just smile. Keep them in mind or maybe give them a call when you see their picture. Okay, number 38, make a short regular check-ins for your loved ones. So Uh, Every so often, do like a very quick 10-minute call to someone that you care about just to express that you do and just checking in on them. Uh, Number 39, uh, call um, one long-lost friend every week. So if there's a friend, I have a couple of friends that I went to college with in some high school that I will give a call every so often and just chat about whatever we want to chat about. Again, this is another thing through the Yale School of Psychology while taking the course, uh, the science of well-being, uh, something that they suggest as well. Uh, Talk to someone, call someone, you know, do things that um, are out of the ordinary for your schedule. It uh, will be changes to your life and theirs too. After all, people remember how you treat them. They do remember that. So let how you treat people be nice. (laughs) Okay, number 40, give little gifts. So uh, in the Yale School of Psychology with the Science of Well-Being course, uh, it talks about acts of kindness. So in other words, you do something kind that you don't have to do for whoever. It may be your neighbor, it may be your friend, it may be your parents, it may be your siblings, it could be your children. Uh, Do something nice for someone not expecting a return, but eventually you do get a return, but do acts of kindness. A a different service, she suggested, a handwritten card, maybe flowers, something as an act of kindness toward that person. Number 41, 
spend 20 minutes among the trees, she says. So what I like to do is in my backyard, I have actually planted about, I love crepe myrtles, so I planted five crepe myrtles and then the birds have actually given me a couple or so uh, plum trees. <laughs> and they provide great shade um, and they produce plums. Uh, so, you know, so different things, plus I have lots of blooming things. I love geraniums uh, because I don't have to replant them every year. <laughs> But I have uh, geraniums, I, other, I have other plants that are vine-type plants that have balloons on them. So I like to go out and sit there, and that's called my prayer garden. It's my backyard that I purposely have placed. Some people would call it like a zen garden because there are so many plants and trees back there. But it's very peaceful. Uh, doves come into the backyard every now and then, blue jays. And then there are some birds that I don't know, but... Uh, they will come in and an occasional neighbor's cat comes to visit uh, so I'm not just terribly looking forward to the cat visit but you know they do come uh, and so it's a very pleasant calm environment so spend 20 minutes a day in a calm environment like that among the trees number 42 <clears throat> what um, it says what can you do to help others so it's this is an opportunity to make it a habit of trying to extend yourself just to help others. Not that it has to be just a major, major thing, but just think of what can you do to help others. This is another thing that the Science of Wellbeing course uh, teaches as well, that it's so important to do service unto others. Uh, in Japan, you'll find out that one of the, on their Saturdays, the children of various schools all do some type of community service and I think it's being instilled into them there while they're in in the lower grades of school and high school so to speak that uh, they should learn to do service for others and for their community number 46 uh, it talks about using a sunblock and lipstick lipstick actually protects your lips from cancer of the lip so good advice number 47 uh, be a morning or evening person when you do your walks because you don't you want to avoid skin damage between the hours of 10 and 4. Now, if you live in California, particularly Sacramento, then our hottest part of the day is really about 4 o'clock p.m. And so it is extremely hot. So I would suggest, you know, that you if you're going to do walking, it may be 6, 7 o'clock in the afternoon or later or and then before 10 a.m. Number 48, it says, uh, appreciate uh, your partner's skin. So if you have a significant other, uh, not only should you just take care of yourself, but appreciate or let your partner know that you appreciate their skin. Maybe suggest things for them to use. Uh, you're a good person to check to see if they may have moles. So because sometimes the moles can potentially be cancerous so things like out of the ordinary that you might notice on their skin you can share with them number 49 uh, it says put your tv on timeout so instead of watching series after series after series because we can binge on the series especially on netflix and prime because there are so many i think everyone has created a movie or a short movie or a series uh, and so because everyone's been home and watching these, so they've been making good money with this. Uh, so just watch your time that you're on TV. Just pay closer attention to that. Number 50, make online shopping less impulsive. So the way that you can do that is uh, if you delete your credit card from information. So don't make it so easy that all you have to do, and I know with Amazon particularly, you have a credit card on online and it's so easy to just jump on Amazon, order one or two items or 20 items and just hit submit and your credit card is already there and it's done. So it's um, uh, just be, pay attention to that and be less impulsive by putting your credit card maybe in your purse so you have to get it out in order to shop. Number 51. Uh, it says store leftovers in glass containers as opposed to storing them in plastic containers because of the chemicals there. Number 52, 
try fragrance-free products uh, because that is very helpful. They also suggest using uh, a HEPA filter, which I do. I use um, actually air filters uh, in each of my rooms, especially my office because I spend a lot of time in my office. Okay, how are we doing? Are we having an opportunity to write down uh, these ideas and thoughts? I think Wendy has come up with quite a number of things here that are very, very helpful. So number 53, she talks about bringing plants into your home. That is something I truly love. Every home I've had or house I've had, I've had lots of plants. This particular time, I have more plants outside. Uh, in my backyard and front yard uh, than I have put inside my home. But I do have an ivy because it grows well. Uh, it uh, tends to survive quite well and a peace lily. And that's about it that I have in my home. Now eventually I will probably have more items, but it's just that's where I am right now. Number 54. Uh, choose organic fruits uh, and vegetables. And so what I have done in this area is that I've planted the garden. So I have collards, I have turnips, I have kale. Um, I've also planted some carrots, um, potato. Uh, and what else do I have out there? Uh, I've planted squash uh, and zucchini. Okay, so number 55, try natural constipation treatments. <laughs> So she's suggesting that you add fiber to your diet and some natural uh, ways or natural laxatives that she suggests is kiwi, prunes, and rhubarb. So there are uh, fruits, uh, some of us, uh, oranges, things like that, and mandarins are good for me. Oh, another good fruit, just FYI, in case you have access to it, is citron, uh, which is a large yellow fruit. It looks like a huge grapefruit, but it's not a grapefruit. It's um, supposedly it's a combination of oranges and uh, lemons. And so it's like a huge lemon with a very thick um, outside um, covering. And so that is very good for a number of things. You can take a, take a look on, just Google it, and you will find out all the good ways that it's good for you. Number 56. It says lay off the artificial uh, sweetener, sweetened gum. So things that are artificially flavored, she said, can cause bloating, cramping, and also diarrhea and gas. I didn't know that. So be careful with those. Number 57, uh, she goes on and talk about uh, breathing from the diaphragm. So every time you're taking deep breaths, uh, taking breath in and out, I usually will start groups that way when I'm dealing with um, some of the grad students and going through vocation formation or spiritual formation. The way we start our groups off is by taking deep breaths. Breathe in. Uh, first blow the air out of your mouth all the way out and then breathe in through your nose. I usually, for myself, I'm counting to about seven and so I will hold that. So breathe the air in, hold it for seven seconds, breathe, blow it out of the mouth, hold it for seven seconds, breathe in, and so forth. And you'll find out that if you do that about four or five times, some resources have actually stated that that can actually drop your blood pressure almost instantly. Okay, number 58. Place a step stool in front of your commode. So that's interesting. They now have little little steps like that you can purchase and place at your commode that can also fit around the bottom of your commode so it's not in the way but that's helpful when having bowel movements okay and number 59 uh, hourly posture checks so stand up um, and then it says put your feet flat on the floor and count to five so it's just a way of checking your posture especially if you're sitting at a desk all day. It's good to just make sure your back is straight. Uh, there are suggestions of putting a small pillow in the back of your chair, and that forces you to sit with a more correct posture if you have that pillow in the back of your chair. And number 60, the last comment she comes up with, she says, change how you carry stuff. 
So this is not just carry problems, but how you physically carry things. So balance the weight. If you're carrying, say, 10 pounds in one hand, carry 10 pounds in the other hand. So make sure that you're paying attention to when you're carrying bags. It could be grocery bags. It could be uh, you're traveling and your luggage. Uh, but Or be careful with your backpack and how much stuff you put in there. But try to balance the weights uh, that you carry. And so this ends the 60 ideas that Wendy has come up with. Uh, and this is from her book, Good Habits and Bad Habits. And so these are things that I think will be helpful to you. You can share them with others, or you can just take your time while walking, listening to this over and over. And just to let you know, these are the areas of your life that she feels these 60 things will help. So if you look at numbers 1 through 6, those are to boost your brain health. Numbers 7 through 11 is to help you sleep easier. Numbers 12 through 16 is to pump your heart health, so to help your heart. Uh, Number 17 uh, through uh, 20 is to basically help with, um, it's to help you deal with stress or to shake stress off. Numbers 21 through 26 is to clean up your diet. Number 27 through 29 is to get back into physical shape. Number 30 through 33 are to set boundaries with technology, something that we really need to do these days. And then number 34 through 36 is to improve your relationships with others, whether it's your significant other, whether it's friends, peers, co-workers, whoever it may be. It's showing respect to those people to better your relationship. And then numbers 37 through, let's see, 37 through 40. And that is to help conquer loneliness. I hear some people who may not have significant others right now saying that they're lonely. So that will help with the loneliness. So you're giving gifts to other people. You're handwriting notes to them. You're being of service to them. So you're including people in your life, even though they're not your significant other, which is great. Numbers 41 through 44 is become more resilient. Numbers 45 through 48 is to help you take care of your skin. And then number 49 through 50 is to cut back on your vices like TV and impulse buying. Okay, numbers 51 through 54 is to help with cleaning up your environment. Uh, Numbers uh, 55 through 58 is to get your gut in shape, your stomach, your uh, belly as some people call it. And then numbers 59 through 60 is to help you to stay flexible and improve your posture. So there you have it, 60 items on ways to bridge the gap with your mind, body, spirit, and soul. So I hope these will be helpful to you. As I said, listen to them while you're doing your walks or on your bike or in your stationary bike at home. Instead of watching TV, maybe listen to some of these nuggets that will be helpful to you. I hope you have enjoyed these. Okay, as promised, I said we would talk today about reinventing ourselves. And in addition to that, we will talk about deceit. So are we deceiving ourselves and others? So we will read for you Psalm 52. Uh, One of the things that we need to think about in our life, uh, we can bridge the gap in our mind by reading, as we suggested with the very many things that we just went over, uh, especially with joining book clubs and reading and educating ourselves continuously. And then we can also bridge the gap in our spirit and soul by our behavior. So one of the things that we will um, speak on in Psalm 52 is deceit or maybe avoiding being deceitful. It goes like this. It says, Why do you boast, O mighty one, of mischief done against the godly? All day long you are plotting destruction. Your tongue is like a sharp razor and worker of deceit. 
You love evil more than good, and you love lying more than speaking the truth. You love all words that devour, O deceitful tongue, but God will break you down forever. He will snatch and tear you from your tent. He will uproot you from the land of the living. The righteous will see, perceive, and consider, and fear, and will laugh at the evildoer. See the one who would not take refuge in God, but trust in abundance of riches and sought refuge in wealth. But I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the steadfast, the kindness, and the faithfulness and love of God forever and ever. I will thank you forever because of what you have done. In the presence of the faithful, I will proclaim, look for and expect your name, for it is good. I hope you have enjoyed Psalm 52, and let us remember to bring balance in our life, our mind, body, spirit, and soul. A thought that you have enjoyed this episode of how to reinvent yourself and bring balance into your life. So let's remember that balance is necessary. It is essential in our life as a matter of fact. And then to look at this, selfishness and greed play, pays off temporarily, uh, but in the long run you gain stuff but you lose the respect of humans. And the way God has made us is so that we are social beings. And so we do need each other regardless of who we are. Uh, if you would like to join our Race and Reconciliation Book Club and read along with us because we have people from coast to coast, uh, you can send me an email at Shirley at EEWFCares.com. So that's E-E-W-F-C-A-R-E-S dot com. And so improve your mind with us. How will you be remembered? That's very key. How will you be remembered? This is Bridge the Gap with Shirley Smith. Have a good day.